Welcome back to the Midnight Memo. My name is Claire. And I'm Kristen. And thank you for joining us. This is a podcast where we talk about things that keep us up at night. <laughs> and as two fellow insomniacs, we know a little thing about having no sleep. We know a thing or two about a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are high functioning insomniacs. Wow. Is that a thing? I don't know, but that was such a positive spin on it. Let's keep going with that. (laughs) Yeah. Giving us some self-love this week. Complimenting and finding the silver linings. Because I'm not giving myself the self-love of going to sleep. (laughs) Exactly. You got to make up for it in a different area. Exactly. (laughs) It's called skincare to take care of the eye bags that I'm holding on my face. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, these these bags under my eyes are designer. (laughs) Designed by me. Yes. (laughs) designed by me me and my insomniac co-collaboration yes collaboration with Alani knew I love you but you do not allow me to sleep but I'm not saying that's a bad thing no it's not a complaint it's just a statement yeah it's just because I'm addicted to Alani knew that I drink so much of it and then therefore I can't sleep but it's a good thing. It's because I love him so much. <laughs> did I tell you the story of how my partner didn't let me drink it? Yeah. <laughs> He's so, like, uh. <laughs> it was all good intentions, but I was ready to fight him. <laughs> so for context for the rest of the world, I don't do good with caffeine. I don't drink coffee a lot. I like it. I like the taste of it, but I can't drink a lot of it because I will either immediately go to sleep or I'll be like on crack for the rest of the day. (laughs) There's no in between. And so I just, for that reason, I usually avoid caffeine for the need of it. If it's like, because I want to drink coffee because I like the taste of coffee stuff but Mm -hmm. I try not to drink coffee unless if it's like for a need purpose but so Claire introduced me to Alani New we're we're totally just gonna be Alani New sponsor us that's what this is gonna be this is just begging at this point (laughs) so Claire got started with Alani oh my god this is a year ago now because the first time you introduced me to it was when you were moving up to Seattle and we we did a four-day girls trip and you had literally a cooler of them strapped in the car (laughs) no snacks no nothing you just had a cooler of alani new and all your belongings (laughs) that's all you need to drive you up from san diego so (laughs) anyways claire had a bunch of them in her cooler and i was sitting up front with her she was like oh do you pass me one of my energy drinks sure give it to her and it smelled so good like i cracked it open to pass to her and it, it literally just smelled like sugar. And I, because I don't drink caffeine or coffee, I also don't drink energy drinks. So I was like, oh my God, this smells so good. What is this? Like I actually wanted to drink some of it. She's like, oh, it's this new energy drink that I've gotten and I'm basically addicted to. Do you want to try some? And I was like, sure. And I tried a little sip and it was really, really good. But I was, I was feeling bubbles at that point. So I'm, I'm not going to drink more, but it was really good. Anyways, I told my partner about it and he thought it was the cool, he was like, if it tastes really good, if it's, and he looked it up, it had all these cool flavors. Claire also met my partner at that point and pitched it to him very heavily. So <laughs> he went and he got a bunch of them. Well, not a bunch, but we got a few of them for our apartment, but it was mostly for him. One day I was just feel I was feeling real low. I was like, I need caffeine. So in a desperation, I reached for one in the fridge. And as I'm about to take one out, my partner who knows my caffeine history was like I wouldn't do that if I were you and I turned to this man and I was like excuse me what I yeah I was like excuse me what and he's like I I just don't know if that's a good idea babe blah 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 blah. and I was like 
now and I'm I'm cranky, I'm grumpy, I didn't sleep a lot the night before, so I'm I'm in general ready to pick a fight. <laughs> and this man this man decided to test me unintentionally, unbeknownst to him. And he's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And I was like, are you going to tell me what I can, what I can and can't drink? Like, you're going to tell me not to? He's like, no, no, no. I just don't think it's a good idea because of the caffeine. I'm like, I know it has caffeine. That's why I'm going to have it. And he's like, but you're not really good with caffeine. So I thought he was trying to pick a fight. He was, <laughs> he was trying to protect me. And I, I, he was just saying all the wrong things. <laughs> Unfortunately, all the incorrect phrasings of why he didn't want me to drink it. So finally, we're reaching like, we're reaching a peak. Like we're about to get into a fight. And he takes the can from me and he shows me the side of, there's literally a warning label that he points out to me on the side of the can (laughs) that says, warning, do not consume if sensitive to caffeine (laughs) or something like that. Cause essentially one cans is the equivalent. He told me cause he's a, he's an avid coffee drinker. So he knows all the caffeine metric thingies. I think it's like two or two and a half cups of coffee in just one can of Aleni New. He's like, it's literally a lot. So if you have one of these, you will be Die. very unwell. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. So he was trying to protect me, but in my tired state, I thought he was trying to be like, I don't think he should drink that. Just trying to manswain to me. So I was ready to fight him, but he was being very nice and sweet. <laughs> but Cranky Kristen was not having it. Yes, yes. I just introduced my boyfriend to Alani New as well. And he tried the cherry slush, which is really good. Oh, okay. And he was like, oh my God, this is so good. That's like the new one, right? It's, I, th- I think it's fairly new, yeah. Okay. And he had, last week, he had come over to cook me some lunch because he had a week off. Aww. And so he was like, oh, I'll just come over and like cook you lunch while you're working. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Not going to say no to free. <laughs> I know. I was like, okay. And I have... As you know, Kristen, many Alani New in my oh, fridge. So, a whole shelf. A whole fridge shelf, yeah. ladies and gents. <laughs> Gotta stock up. Alani New, you really need to sponsor this girl. because every And I've taken you around to a lot of my friends and my partner's friends at this point in time. Especially when you first moved up to Seattle. Yeah. And every pr- you've always had that drink in your hand. And because you're meeting all these new peoples, our friends of friends, you were, they were like, what Hey is Claire, that? what are you drinking? And you're like, let me tell you about it. You had a By the fourth group of friends you had <laughs> met, you had a whole spiel prepped. You were ready to go. You were like, let me give you my pitch. And... Every single, I'm pretty sure every person you've talked to has at least tried, if not bought, some Alani New after that. Yeah, because it's so good. I would not lead you astray. No, you did not. So good. You've thoroughly converted a lot of people. And if I could handle caffeine, I would drink it. But again, I would be unwell. So I, I live vicariously through my partner where I take a couple sips. I feel like I got punched in the face and then I move on. <laughs> <laughs> like, great. I wait, I wait till he's having it so I can have some, but I do not actively partake because <laughs> i can't handle it good yeah so he had come over and he was like oh can i try one of the cherry ones and i was mm-hmm. like sure and he's like oh my god this is so good and he finished it really quickly <laughs> and then he was like when he was about to leave after lunch he was like can i take another one for the road and i was like yeah I'll go for it yeah he then tells me the next time i see him that he finished it on the way home Oh no. And then took a huge nap. And he's like, so I don't know. He's like, so I don't know if it worked. And I was like, well, fun fact. If you have too much Did you know you can, yeah, you can overdose on caffeine. Yep. And he didn't know that. So I was like, yeah. That's why I nap. That's why I, I can't handle caffeine. So if I have caffeine, 
it's either I'm good, like I get to that happy medium, which is why I milk my drinks. That's why Claire knows this weird thing about me. If I have coffee, I will, it doesn't matter what size I get, I will always drink only half of it, like max. Yeah. And then I will keep it in the fridge for an ungodly amount of time. (laughs) A questionable amount of time. (laughs) Because I don't need it. I don't need it, but I like it. And then I'm like, "Mm, I shouldn't have all of this. And then I stop myself. So I either keep sipping on it through the rest of the day or just will have half of it and just never touch it. Yeah. It's not great. It's very ineffective, but it works for me because if I have the whole thing, I will overdose on caffeine and I will crash and burn and have a fat nap. But if I only have half a drink, (laughs) then I, I, I get that good, why everyone else really likes caffeine, get that good, like happy, I'm feeling productive and jumpstart for the day. But if I have more than half, then... Uh oh. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down for the rest of the day. Yeah, but for those who don't know, you can overdose on caffeine. <laughs> and at that point, the caffeine will have an opposite effect on you and exactly. you will just sleep. Mm-hmm. So if you ever drink a lot of caffeine at once and you get tired and you're like, oh, caffeine doesn't work on me, it does. You just had too much. You just, so <laughs> it worked a little too well. <laughs> exactly. And I think the threshold for overdosing on caffeine is. Is actually lower than I thought. I forgot what the number was. No idea. I would not be able to tell you this. But it was it was actually pretty low. So I think it's fairly easy, quote unquote, easy to overdose mm-hmm. on it. But fun fact for everyone. Hmm, the more you know. I assume that a lot of people who listen to this podcast drink caffeine, <laughs> don't sleep like us. But who's to say? <laughs> but speaking of caffeine and learning about our caffeine quirks. I wanted to talk to you about some other quirks we have. I think it was episode five where we were talking about customer service and we were talking about our little quirks. And in the little outtake of that, we were talking about (laughs) my anal retentive um, tendencies, as I like to put it, compared to Mm. Claire's lack of. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, lack thereof. And we also reference it in another outtake from episode three with the school we're talking about notebooks so there's been a couple yeah we we have referenced this a few times we've just never aired it aired (laughs) yeah aired those portions of our recordings with you guys so it's been it's been weighing on me a little bit i've been analyzing the things i've been doing lately (laughs) and i also just freakishly deep cleaned my entire apartment from head to toe and redecorated the whole thing this past weekend because i'm We love. And we had we had guests in town. That's my excuse for why I finally did it. But I definitely deep cleaned the whole thing, like top to bottom. Spent a whole relaxing Saturday redoing my entire apartment and it was glorious. Probably not how other people want to spend their Saturdays. Yeah. But I had a good time. And on the other end of the spectrum, there's me who just has a random couch that's sitting in the middle of her (laughs) living room and has been there for the last three weeks. For good reason. For good reason. I have not attempted to move it or get rid of it. I've just let it sit there. (laughs) And then slowly, as the weeks have progressed, I've been using it as like a landing place for all my stuff. So there's just like a... How people are like, oh, everyone has the chair in your room where you put the random stuff, the like clothes that aren't dirty, but they're not clean. Yeah. Just all the random things go on the chair. This is your chair. It's just larger and in your living room. Yeah. I leveled up. Elevated the chair. Yeah. I'm like, I see your idea. I raise you one. I have a seven foot couch. (laughs) I raise you seven feet, actually. (laughs) 
I live in organized chaos, yes. is what I like to call it. Yes. So technically the opposite of Kristen. <laughs> but I mean, hey, living together, we did pretty good. All things considered, I think I kept all of my chaos within yeah. the bounds of my own bedroom. Exactly. I think, and maybe I'm tooting my own horn, I think that even though I'm definitely a clean freak, I like things organized, I'm very like anal retentive, I like things a certain way, I also recognize that that is not everyone's lifestyle choice. <laughs> <laughs> so when it's other people's stuff, you know, you do it how you're going to do it. As long as it doesn't hinder my stuff and how I'm keeping my space, yeah. then I don't mind it too much. So like, yeah, when you and I lived together, I think you usually kept your chaos on your side. I had my organized on my side. And honestly, yeah. you weren't that chaotic. When we lived together. When we had our own rooms, I feel like that's when you were like, okay, Kristen doesn't have to see this. <laughs> it was, it had yeah. varying levels of chaos, for sure. Yeah, I remember when we did share a room in the dorms, yeah. I would have just all my laundry just like laying on my bed and I would have like a pile of laundry on my bed then a, a pile of clean laundry like still in the hamper that I just took out from mm -hmm. the washing machine mm -hmm. but then I would just put the whole thing the basket and all on my bed as well and so it just was covered there were different levels of clean <laughs> but I was like there's a line in the middle of the room my clothes do not pass this line <laughs> That's, that was what was important that's all that mattered <laughs> exactly yeah I liked living with you. You respected my organization. Yeah, we respected each other's tendencies. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's why it worked out so well. Otherwise, yeah, it would have been very, very bad. <laughs> oh yeah, imagine. We would not be friends, truthfully. <laughs> what are some of my quirks, Claire? You want to point out to the audience some of my cleaning quirks that you've noticed while living with me and I can defend myself? Will that be a good one? <laughs> Sure, for sure. Um, well, we talked about this referencing the notebook situation. Oh, yes. It's so funny because for me personally, I write everything in pen. Because you're left-handed. Yeah, yeah, I blame some of it on being left-handed because if you write with a pencil, every, all left-handers know what happens. <laughs> Chaos. Yeah, I just learned from a young age. I'm like, you know what? If you're going to write, write in pen. Did you write with pen from a young age? Like, when did you, when do you think you made that basically lifestyle choice switch? Like, even in high school? <laughs> My lifestyle change. <laughs> I think it was right before high school, I started writing in pen. And then I did have teachers, though, who were like, you can't write in pen. That's exactly why pencil. I asked. Is I do know quite a few people, it just came to me now, in middle school. I don't know if it was also for the left-handed thing, but they had a strong preference towards writing in pen. And they were like, I want to write in pen. But our teachers or whoever be it were like, no, you have to write in pencil. Nah, nah, nah. I don't know if there was really a purpose behind that. Who's to say? But yeah, I don't know. It seemed like a really weird rule. And so, yeah, there was always this conflict between our teachers and like those people who had a strong preference towards writing in pen of they were told that they couldn't. But most of them were like, F you. Still going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was always really hard because you would then, if you wrote in pencil to avoid getting all the lead on your hand, you would have to hold your hand at a weird angle yeah. to like have your hand lifted in the air while writing. And I just, your hand gets mm. so much tired. So much tired. Your hand gets so much tired. <laughs> good English, good English. Yes, I aced that English class for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, your hand just got really, really tired much faster than it would otherwise. And it was just so... Yeah. But I am the type of person, my thoughts are so scattered anyway. I think it reflects onto my paper <laughs> where I'll write multiple different colored pens, multiple directions. Like I'll doodle in the corners and I'll just be fine. And it'll be fine. Like I, I'll understand it. Different I can decode it. Directions? Later. Yeah, like some will be, you know, regular 
horizontal, no. but then yeah. I'm like, if I need, if I don't have enough space and I still need to write, I'll just no. turn it to the side no. and start writing vertically <laughs> and then draw arrows to where it needs to go. Like, it's Absolutely. fine. Absolutely not. <laughs> but Kristen here. I'm having a visceral Kristen, reaction. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, if you can't hear it from her microphone. <laughs> No. We have different note-taking techniques, I would say. They're not uh, exactly the same. Elementary school, middle school, high school, I had a different notebook for every single subject. I never took note, not in the notebook, for a subject that it wasn't meant for. I could not do that. All the math notes were in the math notebook. No, there was no English in there, no nothing. What color is the math notebook? Usually blue or green. Oh, interesting. Well, that's because I like math, so I associated it with colors I like. Oh, okay. That makes sense. English was a hard yellow social studies was a red i don't think i ever had yellow what was your answer what was your answer what color is math for you i asked the question and i didn't know <laughs> i honestly think it was red but not because i didn't like it i just yeah. was like red the first one i pulled out probably yeah and then in what elementary school or whatever the first one you pull out or middle school and then the rest of the years i was just like all right then math is now red i'll remember this one yeah yeah that's fair that's that makes sense. <laughs> my my subjects were associated with how I felt about it. <laughs> so what colors I liked went with the subjects I liked. I think math was green, science was blue, English was yellow, and social studies was red. I think. That just felt right now. Would have to go back to reference. Trust your gut. I, yeah, I, I think that's what I did. Something similar to that. But yeah, all those subjects had to be different colors. I took notes exactly the same in all of them. Like I had a specific note taking style and it all had to be the same. It really bugged me if the notes had to leak into another page. Like I would start a brand new page. What's another, what's another one we pointed out before about my note taking? Oh yeah, could not doodle. Yeah, couldn't doodle. I'm jealous of people who could. I feel like it's such a testament to being artistic and having that portion of your brain working essentially, but it could not be me. I'm such a type A personality. I have so much analysis paralysis that the thought of doodling in my notebook for it to not fit the aesthetic and also <laughs> The aesthetic of words My notes. numbers? Yeah, absolutely! <laughs> this is a notebook! There should be notes in it, Claire! Okay, okay. <laughs> for it not to fit like that and more so the bigger reason was i was afraid to draw something that i didn't like i start to start doodling something and then halfway through be like oh i actually don't like that that i just wouldn't do it i would be so scared of not liking where it was going or whatever i eventually put out that i would just be like no <laughs> or if i doodled i did the same like five petal flower every single time and that was as artistic as it got because i knew i could do that with confidence. What if you doodled and then left like there was a little space between the petals where it's not big enough for a sixth petal, but it's not. No, you have to evenly distribute the five. It has to be. An you evenly... wouldn't just like draw it over the other petal. No, no. Oh. Why would you? Why would Neither you do would that? I. It's a five That's crazy. petal flower. Yeah, screw six petal flowers. <laughs> they don't belong here. <laughs> Wow, you just marginalized a whole group of flowers. How do you feel? <laughs> oh my god. It has to be five because it's my favorite flower, plumerias. They have five petals. <laughs> but yeah, that was essentially learning curve me and Claire discovered in an outtake of the school's episode was our difference of notebook taking. And you would always yeah. comment on my notes because we had a lot of classes together in college. Yeah. And I had a very specific way of taking my notes. At that point, I had a tablet. So instead of all notebooks, they were different. I think I was, yeah, Microsoft notebooks, one for every subject, different tab for every day class, um, subcategories for each lesson. Like I, I would break it down and you're like, why? You can just take it in the same sheet. And I was like, Ugh. 
No, you can't. Yeah. Kristen's notes were immaculate, by the way. <laughs> like, color-coded. Yeah. The pictures were great. Like, physics. <laughs> you drew the arches so nicely. I needed to. It was an arch. <laughs> And mine, I was just like, scribble down note here. You see that I start falling asleep because my handwriting just gets illegible. And I'm just like, well, uh, just scratch that out and then keep Claire, going. It was literally an electronic notebook. You could have erased it. There's no excuse for the smudging and the scratch out here. You gotta stay on brand. No. Just scratch it out. No. Uh. No, no, no. Yeah, it was very different between the two of us. Can you tell who has OCD and who doesn't? <laughs> it's definitely Claire. Claire's definitely yeah. the anal retentive one in this relationship. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing I have OCD with is matching Your socks. socks. Yeah. Your socks. That's the only... I think OCD thing I have. You feel you get very grumpy when your socks don't match. You're very grumpy. Yeah, and it happens so often because I don't know why. The dryer eats your socks. I don't know a where they question. go. A great question for the dryer. I, I unfortunately cannot answer this for you, but your dryer, maybe. Yeah, the next episode will just be an interview with my dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Any other chaotic lifestyle choices that you make that I go against? Oh yeah, so Ooh. today... <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, so today, I, I think this is a perfect topic because Claire was very excited when I pitched this idea to her. I was like, this has been weighing on my brain ever since we talked about it. And she's like, oh, we need to do this because I have something very relevant that happened today. So I'm a little scared, yes. but I'm also excited to see where this goes. So I went into the office for work today, which was super fun. You know, after two years, basically, of not being able to go in. And I really haven't met many people from this office specifically because I transferred offices. So it was nice to actually see people in person, get to talk to them. And when I was packing up my desk to leave, I was kind of like, okay, you know, like I have 10 minutes to walk from my office to the next bus stop. And it's pretty close, but it is two blocks away and there's like a hill. So I'm like, mm, I'm gonna try to go just in case the bus is early. I wanna be there, which I did leave just in time. And I, like, as I walked up, the bus came and I was like, I was like, it's those small things. And I walked on that bus and I was so With excited. With the confidence. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, she planned this. She was so organized. She's timely. <laughs> yeah. But when I was packing up my desk, I was coming back from a meeting. And so I was like, oh, I only have a couple minutes to do this before I have to, you know, head out. So I was packing really quickly, sliding my computer in and all my notebooks, whatever. And then when I came to the charger, I have this huge laptop charger. I oh, think I it's at least six feet long. And I just grabbed the, what is this thing called? The block? The adapter. Yeah. I just grabbed it by that and just started shove. I put that in first and then just shoved all the cord in afterwards. And so you just look in my bag and you just see this monstrosity <laughs> ball of cords. And I was like, that's fine. And then I took a minute and looked at it. I was like, yeah, I do not have OCD. <laughs> like, You looked at it and you're like, Kristen would not be pleased. Yeah, I'm like, and I was thinking about it because I'm like, usually people would take the time to like roll Wrap it up it nicely. Up. No, I was like, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> We'll figure it out later. You've always been like that, though. I've never seen you wrap a cord up once. You know what? I've Even when I do, do <laughs> if I were to wrap up my, like, you know, when we used to have headphone cords, Way they would when. still all, yeah, back in the day, they would always get tangled, even if I wrapped them. Yeah. So I'm like, I think I lost faith in the cord game. And I was like, you know what? So fair. Stuff it in there. That's so, <laughs> okay, but where were you putting the cord? Were you putting it in a random, much larger pocket where it could get tangled with things? Yes. Probably, yeah. 
bags don't the consequences of my own actions. <laughs> bags don't have other pockets. There's just one. Yes, they it's do. One bag. They have small no. pockets. Yes. They've never bags don't have small yes, pockets. Yes, they do. They often no. do. <laughs> Especially a- they'll usually have this like ridiculously small zipper pocket that has no purpose and you can't really fit anything in it except for wrapped up earbuds. That's where I would always put mine. It's like the pockets on jeans that have the little my coin pouch. Yeah. I'm like, why do we have that? You know, that's a great question for whoever invented jeans. Go to Levi. It's so stupid. I hate it here. <laughs> I hate it here. So true. So, so true, dude. Yeah, fashion industry, that's not very live, laugh, love of you. We quit. I quit. <laughs> You're on it today with the with the one-liners today. <laughs> oh, speaking of clothes, another weird quirk I have is how I fold my clothes. I oh, need- my God. Yeah. <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> oh, thanks, dude. It takes so long. Yeah, I was going to say it does look like it takes a long time to do. It takes so long. It's one of the reasons I absolutely hate doing laundry. I don't mind washing the clothes. Like, I'll, I'll do the laundry totally great. But the folding and putting it away will take me like three to five business weeks because it takes me so long because I have such a process to do it. So it's my own fault. I'm fully aware of it, but I like how my clothes look, how they're folded. I fold them up. So basically like a filing cabinet so you can see the design of the shirt or the pants or whatever you're looking at when you just open the drawer and you don't want creases in your clothes. I feel like it belongs clothes. in the museum or, or something. <laughs> your mom it's said so cool. that. Your mom yeah. told me that. Yeah, one time in uh, college, my mom mm-hmm. came to visit us, and I don't know why we ended up looking in your I think drawers. I left, I, I probably left the drawer open. I probably was in a rush and I left it open, honestly. Were you there or was it? I don't think I was, because you told me about it later. Yeah. I wasn't there, but I might have just like stepped out of the room and then I came back and you told me. I don't remember completely. Yeah. But I remember you I don't telling remember me this. Either. But somehow, <laughs> my mom and I saw how Kristen organizes her clothes in her dresser. And my mom's like, oh my God, <laughs> like this is amazing. And I was like, don't look at mine. <laughs> yes, keep mom staring at that. Your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Shove's closet door closed. <laughs> me like really trying to jam all my clothes in and like to see if it'll shut. Yeah, it's really cool. Thank you. I take pride in how I organize my closet. My fashion sense, questionable. But my clothes organization, immaculate. (laughs) The amount of clothes you have. Well, that's because I'm a hoarder. (laughs) (laughs) There's a reason I need to organize everything. It's because I won't let it go. (laughs) I am an in-denial hoarder. I'm very, well, aware, but also in denial that I'm a hoarder. (laughs) I'm aware of it. I just don't need help. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll have... I have clothes that definitely should go. I don't wear it. But every time I like try to purge my clothes, I look at it and I'm like, but she's still kind of cute. I could do something with her. And then I keep it for much longer than it's meant to. So that's why I need to organize it to make room for all the things that I'm not letting go. (laughs) You're very, you're very good at that. You're very good at purging your closet or your things when you're like, okay, I have a little too much stuff. Time to trash. Yeah. I'm not good at that. I'm really good at purging um, my closet, my apartment, things like that. I don't like having a lot of stuff. Yeah. But then I end up playing myself and I'm left with literally nothing. (laughs) 
and then I have to go shopping again, which I guess is fine, but it's not great on my wallet. <laughs> or in college, shopping Kristen's closet. Yeah. And then my big beef was you would literally come into my closet, like when we would have cultural events or something. That I feel like that was the yeah. biggest one. It's like cultural events. It's like the one time you During would really the end of the year. <laughs> quote, quote, dress up a little more than you normally would in college. Yeah. And I had an excess of clothes because again, this is my toxic trait. And so Claire would be like, can I borrow something? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Take whatever you want. And then she would take whatever, put it on, and then look better than me in it. And I'd be so <laughs> mad. No. I'm like, I have not worn that denim dress because it looks horrendous on me. And I look like a pilgrim. And it then Claire doesn't. puts it on and co- puts it in fashion. And I'm like, just leave. Just get out of here. Fucking leave. You're no longer allowed to take my clothes. <laughs> The audacity this woman has to come into my my apartment and make my clothes look better than me. Rude. Just the audacity that the woman has no clothes, but then decides to throw out the clothes that she does have. Oh my goodness. Chaos. I feel like this is also turning into how we're just the opposites. Of I was gonna say, actually, it's just like our different lifestyle choices. Yeah. This is really an intervention about <laughs> how different we are. Yeah. While, while we're the same, we're different. <laughs> Ooh, tipping. I have a note. Oh, yeah. So th- this is really just like outtakes of <laughs> previous episodes that we're cycling back to. Yeah. In the last episode, when we were talking about customer service. I was making math jokes and Claire was not having it with my math jokes. <laughs> and I told her about this very proud math moment that I had at a club, slightly intoxicated. And <laughs> my proud moment was despite my hindered state, I was able to tip 20% on the bill and make it come out to an even a whole rounded number because another one of my toxic traits is I need the bill to come out <laughs> to an even number. <laughs> or not an even number, but it needs to it needs to end in a whole a nice cent amount, whether it's like mm-hmm. 50 cents or a dollar, like it needs it needs to look like a clean number. Cause if it's like 12.93, I will twitch. I cannot <laughs> do and I get sometimes you see the bill and you're like, okay, I'll just tack a whole five dollars onto it and it makes sense. But like when it's like that, it's 93. If you just add seven more cents, you could have a nice whole number. I can't I can't leave you it could. that way. Can't leave it that way. Yeah, I definitely could. And in <laughs> fact I do. <laughs> you're like, I am secure in knowing that I can do that. <laughs> I'm secure in knowing that I can even put three decimal points <laughs> afterwards. Wait, what? <laughs> just imagine the bill comes to 643, but I just put 6430. <laughs> just to be a jerk. <laughs> uh, chaotic Claire indeed. Yeah, I've never had the the urge to round the numbers. I need it too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember an OCD quirk that I have. Ooh, yes. When eating different colored candy, oh my gosh, I like to pair them off. So most recently, I I feel like some people do this, but most recently I've been eating like those airhead bites that I think have five different colors that come in the pack. Sure. Firstly, I'll get rid of the colors I don't like. Orange, you're gone. Mm -hmm. Um, And they'll leave me with however many like colors. So say like four colors now, and then I'll like line them up to see how many of each color I have. Yeah. And then I'll like eat them like a group of red, green, blue, and white. And like then I'll go to the next group of red, green, like the next group of four. Do you eat all four in the same bite? Or do you just like eat one red, one white, one green, one blue? Okay, now cycle back to one red, one white, one blue. Yeah, that's what I do. And then once I have a weird number, I just don't eat them. Oh, (laughs) interesting. Oh, 
You just don't eat. You just leave them. You trash them. Yeah. You don't do like, anything. And if I can't put them in a pair of some sort, then I'm like, mm, I'm not going to eat them. Interesting. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. That's crazy. That's a weird one. That's I'm weird quirky. Sure. She's quirky. That's, that's interesting. I haven't heard of that one before. I have heard, and I do this as well, about the eating things in pairs. Mm-hmm. Like... If I'm eating chocolate chips, I need to eat them two at a time. Or like Skittles, I need to have two mm. reds at a time. I cannot eat them one by one. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's too uncommon. I don't think so. I remember one day our teacher, our professor senior year, was <laughs> telling us about it. And someone was like, that's weird. And I was like, yeah, so weird. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Why but you like do that? But like a good amount of people spoke up and were like, no, I kind of do that too. So I think it's it's not super common, but it's not the most uncommon approach to eating candy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just you just get so overwhelmed with the unevenness. You're just like, will not eat them anymore. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know if it's like overwhelmed, but I'm just like, oh, there are no more pears. So I'll just throw them away. That's weird, dude. That's so interesting. I never knew that about you. <laughs> Ooh, is there a certain order you get dressed in? Oh, that's a good question. Like underwear then pants shirt jackets you know like is there an order i put on my pants first and then underwear (laughs) nice (laughs) just kidding um i don't think so i think it changes each time Mm -hmm. like sometimes i'll put my pants on first before my bra and shirt Mm -hmm. other times i'll put on my shirt before pants yeah so i don't really have a specific order Mm mm-hmm yeah, I don't think I do either. But if anything, I think more often than not, I start with my top and then I move to the pants. I think usually I I start my outfit with what's my top going to look like. Mm. I always rely on the fact that I know my pants will be very dark. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Ooh, I have a weird ritual. Oh, yeah. Okay, my friend started this me on this. And because I'm superstitious, I was like, oh, if that's a thing, I have to abide by it. <laughs> It's when you are walking with another person, you guys aren't allowed to split a pole or like a physical barrier, like a pillar or something like that. Why? If you split it, it is symbolizing the split in your relationship with that person. Or it it represents tension Hmm. and an unforeseen upcoming rift with this person. So I have that. Interesting. And she told me about it and then I just became so aware of it. Where it bugs me. Yeah. So subconsciously, when I walk with people, I will try as much as possible. Because I don't want to impose it on other people either, you know? Because it's, it's just a weird mm-hmm. quirk. But it bugs me now that I know that it could possibly be a superstitious thing. So I can't let it go, but I don't want it to hinder other people. So I'll try. If, like, I have a group of friends that are walking separately, I'll try to, like, put them together on one side of a pillar or something. <laughs> and sometimes that's not possible. So I will go on the side of the people that I like the most that they went on. <laughs> <laughs> Exposed. <laughs> Everyone who knows you will now go back into their experiences and be like, did Kristen walk on my or side? Or I'll just go in the middle. I'll just choose violence. I'm like, everyone went a different direction and I'm like, I'm just gonna stay. <laughs> just walk straight into that pole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I pointed it out to my partner. So now he does it too. <laughs> so how I undo it too is if you split a pole is you have to go back around it and then join with the person sort of a deal in this example if there's two people walking towards a pillar and you guys each go to a different side one person has to go back around go back in front of the pillar and then now join the second person Mm -hmm. to one side interesting you can't just like after you've split the pillar you can't just go join them on that side of the pillar you have to go back around the pillar like follow where you went and then join them interesting 
Interesting. I have that weird superstition and I pointed it out to my partner. I don't know why. I think we were just talking about it and I was like, yeah, I have this weird quirk. And he's like, that's a little weird. Yeah. But once I exposed myself, I felt comfortable enough that I didn't mind looking like a weirdo undoing <laughs> pillars around it. I was like, oh, now that you know. If you ever see Kristen in the street. Going, walking around different poles. Yeah. Now you know now what's you know happening. Why. Yeah, so I I didn't feel weird about doing it anymore. So I would, I was like, well, now you know. So I'm going to go around this. <laughs> I don't have to hide and pretend I'm weird. Be like, oh no, I need to go lock my car again. Just kidding. Join you on the other side of the garage pillar. But he's also sweet. He like now is conscious of it. <laughs> or I'll make him do it. Or I'm like, I split the pole last time. So you need to come over here. <laughs> so he'll go back around the pillar and join me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. He even makes our dog do it sometimes. Like, <laughs> Mocha, what are you for, doing? For like those like little safety poles that are maybe like th- three feet tall and they're like usually painted yellow in the middle of the road or something. Yeah. She's a dog. She'll go where, she goes where she pleases, but sometimes she'll go on one side <laughs> and then before my partner would just like kind of lift the leash over it. And then at some point he realized that that is him and the dog splitting the pole. So now he makes the dog walk around. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> it's. You can't take risk when it comes to superstitions like this, Claire. You can't take the risk. Yes, they could be detrimental. Good, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I would I would chop that up to be a quirk. <laughs> I think that falls in the quirk category. <laughs> Do you have any weird superstitions? I'm trying to think of other ones that I have. I don't think weird. The only one I actively do, which I don't even know if I believe in, to be quite honest, is if you run a red light oh, yeah. and I hit the, I tap the hood of, or the ceiling of my car so that I don't get a ticket, which at this point, I haven't gotten a ticket for that. <laughs> At this point, we're not gonna we're not gonna mess with the system. Yeah, but th- I think that's the only one I have. Mm-hmm. I remember that the first time you did that when I was in your car, I was like, "Why the frick are you punching the seat?" <laughs> <laughs> Just got really angry you, for a second. You did, and it was- but it was so instinctual for you that you were so fast with it. Like both hands were on the wheel, and then it was just, <laughs> and then the other <laughs> hand was back on the wheel, and I was like, "Are you okay?" Like it was, like, it was, it was so quick. It was literally just a twitch. You were just like boom, and then back on the wheel. And I was like, "You good?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think from this podcast we learned that while we are quite similar, we're also quite different. <laughs> <laughs> we're the same but different. Exactly. We have our own little quirks and uh, superstitions that we like to follow. Yes. I actually learned a lot this podcast. I know. Yeah, half the superstitions or quirks that you have, I haven't really heard of before. Um, I learned about yours too. Like you didn't think you're very quirky, but I think think you have a few that we've uncovered in this podcast, in this episode. Kind of cool. Still learning about one another. Our relationship will never end. Exactly. If you guys have any funny quirks or superstitions, rituals, please share. I would love to hear it. Yeah, please share with us. Reach out to us on Instagram or TikTok at The Midnight Memo. You can also email us at themidnightmemo at gmail.com. If you want to support our podcast in any way, we do have a link down in the description of our podcast. So you can click on that. And don't forget to like this episode and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So that way you can be notified when our next episode drops next tuesday and don't forget to rate us it really really helps us out all right i hope y'all can get some sleep and you're not kept up by too many thoughts the rest of the week don't overdose on caffeine yes <laughs> unless you actually want to sleep maybe oh maybe no, that's the key no 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 i'll test it out this week and let you guys know oh no for scientific purposes this will be happening 
talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.